You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. The night before WrestleMania where we get to showcase the Immortals entering in the hallowed halls of the WWE Hall of Fame. Had some up moments, had some bad moments. We're going to spend more time talking about the up moments and all the interesting sights and sounds and stories and, and memory lane traveling that we had at tonight's Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So uh, what's up, KG? What's happening, brother? I, I mean, I, I am like buzzing right now. I had to really, uh, <laughs> I had to get me some Kool-Aid to drink because my throat's dry. Yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, little unfortunate incident, which is what we'll pretty much call it, because you don't want to give too much um, power to the negativity, to right. say the least, was was atrocious and, and, and disgusting. And looking at uh, the video from different angles, those parties got their just due in the ring, away from the ring, out the arena, and I'm quite sure now in the jail cell. So there's certain things you don't do and uh, attack a Hall of Famer in New York is one of them. I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I, I'll say this. I mean, I understand this is a family show, and I, I'm not I, – I told BJ uh, over text earlier, I'm not sure what kind of asshat this is to go to a highly sought after function as the WWE Hall of Fame, which is held every WrestleMania weekend. It is a hot ticket for wrestling fans. And to go in and do something that atrocious, yeah, you got what you deserve, but I swear, I swear, if I was there, just just give me 10 minutes. That's all I need. I can break a couple bones in 10 minutes. That's That's quite all right. But we got so much more positive stuff to work on. And tonight, I don't know how many times you marked out, but uh, I think I was on my feet a lot more than I should have been, seeing as though I'm at home. (laughs) And that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, let's be honest. Before the show began, there was – a lot going on and some sights to be seen. I'm not sure if you had a chance to catch the pre-show, but we had some interesting pairings. I will say before I even get to the pairings, we got to see Sting was in attendance. We got to see Paige look phenomenal. Charlie Caruso looked phenomenal. Naya's dress was godly. Unspeakably, <sighs> man, empowering. That's the best I can put that. But then we had some, what's the best way to put it? Some emergence. One of the emerging 
couples, Andrade Cienamas and Charlotte, mm-hmm. making their general televised appearance as a couple and now being uh, shown on pictures throughout social media. And another one, not sure if you caught it, but it was rumored, and I'm pretty much shipping it and confirming it right now, Seth Rollins and, and Becky Lynch. Lynch. Yep. I, it was rumored. I seen it, and I was like, okay, you know, you're not just sitting beside your homie. That's not a, you know, that's my homegirl. That's my homeboy type sitting. That's, nah, that's my man. That's my woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I caught all of that. Oh, yeah. We got to see um, Sonya Deville and her girlfriend uh, were looking amazing as well. I mean, it was everybody dresses up. Also got to see Alicia Fox, which yes. I think is interesting that she was in attendance and they fired her Anderson still. But that's that's a whole other scenario on another show. But how did you feel about, and I guess you can't talk with one without the other, the new format, because as we talked about months ago um, and selling out WrestleMania also means they have to sell out NXT TakeOver, which also means they need to sell out the Hall of Fame, which also means they need to sell out Raw, which also means they need to sell out SmackDown. But as you saw tonight, NXT TakeOver is at Barclays. Hall of Fame is at Barclays. I guarantee you, Monday Night Raw will probably be at Barclays and SmackDown Live will probably be at Barclays as well. So it was interesting that they kind of changed the format. I'm used to the King. I'm not going to lie. And his, his King jokes. I'm quite sure he would have made some interesting puppy jokes with China and Tori <laughs> Wilson. I'm quite sure he would have. But uh, it was it was interesting. It was fresh. But like I said, you can't have one without the other. I wonder if this format opened up the opportunity for that unfortunate event based off of the dynamics of the venue. Because if it, if it was like it normally is where everything is centered around the main stage and everybody's seated the other way, you wouldn't have had uh, an easier thoroughfare to make it. You know, and at first I thought maybe it was a streaker. And I'm like, well, heck yeah, that's great for DX. But then, yeah, that, that did not go in a normal, typical streaker way. And clothes were still on, so that, that was extra crazy. But no, nah, nah, I, I, I caught the, uh, nah, I caught the, uh, uh, the full video, like everything. Yeah, I saw the, the other angles and, and everything else. And, you know, like I said, I don't want to give it too much power, but shout out to, um, uh, oh gosh, Ronda Rousey's husband, Shane O'Mac, first two to, to rush in, uh, Dash Wilder, New Day, mm-hmm. Natty, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. I mean, it was something serious up in there. It's like, really old school 80s where they tried that but they found out real quick that these hands hurt <laughs> and uh yeah you will be looking kind of fugly in that mugshot that'll be for real 
and I guarantee you, NYPD don't play. Not on a WrestleMania weekend night. NYPD no. don't play. Period. And whoever you put in that holding cell with, because words gonna get there before you even arrive. Yeah, they probably won't play either. So that's that. But let's get on to one other highlight, then we'll talk about it all throughout. I'd say the silent, I wouldn't even call it, I want to say assassin, but the silent photo bomber or or or, or uh, video bomber was Big E. I don't know if you were paying attention to the, the looks that Big E was making while Renee Young and Corey Graves were throwing to the different Hall of Fame induction sizzle reels or just the uh, Hall of Famers coming down. But, I mean, at one point, I don't know if he was eating pig, plate of pancakes or what. Big E was on <laughs> fire. It was hilarious to just catch. I can't wait for people to start uh, sending those pictures on Twitter just to see how Big E was just having a ball. I, I actually thought that I was the only one that seen that. Oh, the, I, he was eating cake. And I'm like, that's what it was. What? It was cake. Yeah, it, I'm like, how is he the only one with cake? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but. When, I think the, the the term "living my best life" or "living their best life" is kind of overused. But when you look at at Biggie, you gotta say he's living his best life because he looks like he's just having a, a a ton of fun. Oh yeah, compared to other years, this was his year. I mean, he was just on fire. Every all the other past years, he's sitting down in the in the middle of a row and he's just there. But this year, man. They were having all of the new day work. They were having the blasters playing off. And then the other big thing, they, they kind of organically, and I, when I say organically and kind of, I mean the crowd organically created the boo cheer moment, which started with the Miz and Shane. And Miz played it up perfectly. I wish Shane could have given a little bit more into it. Even uh, the kiss going back and forth, which then after that set up for Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Now, Daniel Bryan played into it heavily, trying to turn around so the camera would see him and the cameraman or woman came around and and caught him face front. I mean, those two moments were just spot on amazing. And they they at one point helped keep the, the crowd energized and excited. And, and involved in what was going on beyond the normal you deserve a chance and everything else that happens throughout the course of the Hall of Fame. But I will say that it was uh, great to see how much they popped for the honky-tonk man, a man that spent over 454 days as Intercontinental Champion and was brought out and inducted by the amazing Jimmy Hart as he rolled out the honky-tonk that is in the pink Cadillac. You, you know something? One thing, I, I took a note on this. Jimmy Hart has not aged since the 80s. Like, he doesn't look any older. He, his hair definitely hasn't aged. He like, still has it. Yeah, baby, yeah. I, now, the funny part about it, now we always talk about gaming here on the, the, the sideline junkies wrestle maniacs. 
but he was my manager on Legends of Wrestling. Mm. Mm. I had now, uh, underrated game, by the way. Great yes. interviews. Great yes. interviews, especially the one with Sid. That was my favorite one to watch over and over and over. But he's a, I think he's an underrated wrestler. He's managed a lot of, I mean, um, underrated manager. He's managed a lot of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But to see him, good health, I mean, I I pop for the honky tonk man because just seeing the footage of him from the 80s, I mean, that took me back. I, I remember wrestling with my cousins. And, you know, that was my, before I learned the Scorpion Deathlock, my finisher was the shake, rattle, and roll. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Precursor to a lot of moves that are out now. In my opinion, we wouldn't have Twist the Fate and all of these cradle DDTs and all this other stuff. It wasn't for the shake, rattle, and roll and the way that was applied. It, it was its own unique move that is now transcended into other variants. And it was, it was just great to see. Indeed, it was. I mean, just it. I think I, I love this part of the weekend just as much as I actually love WrestleMania, the event itself, oh, yeah. because you see everybody from childhood, early adulthood, guys, some guys you watched their entire career, and they're getting inducted, and it brings back so many memories, a lot. Oh, yeah. I agree with that, man. And then, you know, you see him and just they, everybody looks like people. I know that sounds crazy because we know they're people, but they look like every day, just you and I just dressed up. You're not seeing the character uh, with the exception of the folks that are getting inducted. You're seeing people celebrating each other. And that's what it's all about. And the fact that it's conveyed through the, the program is also a plus. So the folks at home get to celebrate their favorite superstars, as well as the folks in attendance. And speaking of celebrating, I got to give it up to uh, Tori Wilson, who I thought stole the the show on uh, the messages. It was good to see Stacey Keebler, who was arguably one of my crushes from WCW all the way up to when she was, you know, dating Danny Ocean. (laughs) (laughs) But she inducted Tori Wilson and uh, it was good that Tori Wilson gave Fit Finley the shout out because I think he has always been underrated as a wrestler in WCW. He was one of my faves, but also and what he's done and training the women specifically at the Performance Center and OVW. Finley has been the man on the ground that has been able to curate the opportunity. And what she meant by that was there wouldn't be a women's main event if Finley wasn't there training Becky Lynch. If Finley wasn't there training Ronda Rousey, if Finley wasn't there training uh, Charlotte, if Finley wasn't there training the Molinas and everybody else that's come through the Tory Wilsons, the Stacey Keeblers, uh, man, the the leaders, uh, everybody, you know, that, that that's come through that Fit, Fit Finley has had a hand in helping curate to make them a better sports entertainer and then also a better wrestler than when they came in. But her overall message was three parts. And it was really telling of where we need as a world to start prescribing to the three principles. The first one being permission is for pansies. 
So don't ask for permission to be the best you. Just be the best you. Don't wait for other people to validate you, which I thought was a great call out to social media. You know, everybody, especially I see it all the time. I got to see what the, the streamers say or, or I got to see what the reviews are when there's a free trial or a beta available. What do you need to wait for? You know, it's free. Just try it. Pre-order it. If you don't like it, you know, when you get the beta code, then get your money back. But don't let other people dictate what you should and should not do. Her second message was forget the failures. A lot of times, especially in this newer generation, people are holding on to the failure for too long. And they're not wanting to press through that and take it as a learning experience. It used to be where you took it on the chin and you moved on. Now they take it in the chest and they're holding a fist there because their chest is caved in. And then they can't figure out how to get the air back in their lungs to want to try again and proceed again because you can't succeed if you don't put forth the effort. I always tell my staff, especially when they're having conversations to folks about things, if you're not swinging, like in baseball, you're never going to make contact. That's the first thing they tell you. You swing to make contact. You're not swinging to hit a home run. You swing to make contact. But if you never swing, you're never going to make contact. And if you are never trying because you failed that one time, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And then her last thing was summon your swagger. And that's an interesting statement when you think about all of the, the millions millions of sports <laughs> entertainment fans that play video games designed around WWE, WCW, ECW, um, New Japan, whatever it is, whatever promotion they want it to be, whoever they want to put in it, etc. Or as you talk about all the time, you, you foster the, the ability to have wrestling matches with your kids and or you, you start hit people with chairs and do different things. You're doing all that because that persona, persona inside of you is your inner swagger. And, you know, just like for me, I'm just talking now, but you, you mentioned it from time to time. And we talked about it when it's time to turn on the people's choice, which he will definitely be in attendance tomorrow for sure. That's two different people. Who you get now, man, I'm just excited as a fan to enjoy the hall of fame but as they say that proverbial light needs to turn on people's choice comes out and you're going to get that persona but some of your persona some of your swagger and then that's who you walk into the room with and that's the impression that you want people to see not that you're cocky but that you're a confident individual and then people flock to like moss to a flame confidence because unfortunately also and the climate people want to be led sometimes more than they want to have their own independent decision so i thought tori's three-part message was amazing <laughs> i i enjoyed it and just the, the the personal stories of you know you came from as somebody that didn't really know much <laughs> and you know to the, the the story she had about um being in the ring with sable and praying either to, <laughs> to be struck dead or have five minutes of rhythm and she got neither, but she still held her own. 
that that right there, that's a testament mm-hmm. right there. And I, I enjoyed that immensely. I agree. I agree. And then it, she also segued into how that was the norm back then. That's the type of event that the women's were having versus now we have a women's main event at WrestleMania. So you went from a sexy dance break to a performance that could go 30 minutes or more at the end of the show as the anchor that everybody is talking about. Everybody is popping for. And that that's, we've come a long way. And anybody with daughters that has their aspirations that please, Lord, let me have that same opportunity that one day my daughter is being inducted to the Hall of Fame and I get to participate in the storyline and be in the ring. Man, I'd lose my mind. But I guarantee you Don Rodriguez would show up to the arena. I don't know. My daughter may not recognize who it is. Like, Daddy, is that you? Heck no. But you do have the People's Choice Don Rodriguez here. I hope you all are ready because I'm about to light this microphone up. <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of lighting up the microphone, the, the pop for Jim the Anvil Nightheart was amazing. I thought the message that Brett had and the stories that he had, even throwing in about King Kong Bundy, was amazing. I still wish, just because I'm selfish, that we would have had a little bit more Owen talk in there in the midst of how Owen factored into some of the pranks he may have pulled on both of them. But, hey, you know, it was about him and, and the Anvil. And it was just great to see vintage Anvil, you know, that – I don't know how to tell you. I wish I had a goatee back then. You know, that laugh was just, ah, you know, it's just something, <laughs> something. I, uh, I feel the same way you feel. I thought we were going to get a, a, a another, a, a little bit more Owen. But, I mean, it, it wasn't about him. But I'm just, you know, he factored into a lot. And I thought we were going to get a little bit more Um the, the, the pop that you got for the anvil, I mean, jeez, mm-hmm. man. I, I I mean, maybe I'm on, I'm, I might be in a minority, but I, I got a little lump in my throat. And, you know, I got a little misty eye because I'm like, that's part of my childhood right mm-hmm. there. Like, now, see, I'm, I'm old enough to remember before it was the pink and black attack. I remember they used to wear blue and black. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's how old that's, I am. That's a throwback, right? <laughs> and that, that's yeah. saying a lot. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. But you know, my early I had to really dig to find out that they were actually heels. When I always remembered them as faces. <laughs> but you know, years ago I had to dig to find out that they were heels. But I'm just just the 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 Hearing the stories and then I, I'm, you know, realizing Brett's the only one left from the whole entire Heart Foundation. Even the new Heart Foundation, he's the only one left. Like my whole mindset, I was sitting there. I said, "We got to protect him at all costs." Like Brett, Brett Hart stubbed his toe. Hey, we need the greatest doctors in there for pain relief. Let's go. Like nothing, he has to be protected. He's a national treasure. Yep. For what he's done in the wrestling industry. On both sides of the fence, on WW with F at the time, and hey, in man, WCW. I love those commercials. <laughs> get the F out. <laughs> but I, I just, I, I, I totally enjoyed it. Um, and speaking of the Anvil and his goatee, um, what was this about? Oh, 
this is about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. I always had a goatee before I started growing a beard five years ago. I've always had a goatee. And one day I just went in the barbershop and I said, nah, leave the chin hairs alone. Just let them grow. And they grew and I would comb them out and they grew and they comb out. My cousin was doing the same thing. We both growing them. He said, we both can't be the anvil. I said, well, that's what inspired it. I mean, so we're just going to do it. We're going to go with it. And me letting my goatee and my chin hairs grow pretty long were inspired by the anvil. Mm -hmm. Only reason why I cut him, the only reason my oldest son was, oh, geez, he was 10. So that means my, no, he was about nine. So my youngest son was uh, four and they would just like pull my chin hairs and my chin would be so daggone sore. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I was like, yeah, we can't keep doing this. I'm, I'm done. I'm good. And after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. I did it one more time, but they never grew as long. But always inspired by the anvil. Uh, break back, man. Just one more time. One more time. <laughs> you know You know what? It wouldn't be a bad uh, idea. I don't know. Your wife may complain about it now. No, because she, 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 I told her, I said, I think I'm going to cut my beard and start over. I got threatened. So, yeah, I think the chin hairs so will be all right. Leverage, then. I'm going to cut my beard or yeah. I'm get a belt. Which one is it? Which one's gonna be? And she gonna, you know what? She gonna play the game. But I'm gonna try it anyway. And, and nothing beats a failure, but a try. Make sure you get the Hogan handlebar, and you'll be all right. <laughs> I can try that. I, I can see, try. See how she likes that. But um, then after that, we had Brother Brutai, Bruce Barber Beefcake. Who we we you could just see the emotion that he was he was feeling, man. It's weird seeing Brutus dressed up. You're so used to seeing him. I think he was one of the pioneers of these stretchy pants, him and Rick Rude, that the women are wearing right now. But all of his color schemes, I guarantee you, will we'll be wearing without question. Everything Brutus had, if you were to put it in Victoria's Secret, it would get bought up. Not that he was wearing women's stuff, but it's just great color schemes. It was bright. It was vibrant. And then he had the, the the shears to match the music. I mean that 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 song right there that Jimmy Hart did was just spot on. You hear that man, and you just just get excited. You just know he's coming. And all you could just think about is just seeing him opening and closing the shears, the talk of trash, and he's like, "Oh, Bruce is about to go in there and do it." Somebody's getting their haircut. And I will say, as he was talking, though, the number one thing I was thinking, and I wish he would have made mention of it, is. Big up props to the jobbers. Just think about that. How many jobbers did we have back then, which was the norm? You had a jobber come in, and they would do the match with the superstar so that way the superstar would get over, and then you would have the pay-per-view matches with superstar versus superstar on average. That's normally how it works. So that was a lot of jobbers that had to agree to getting their hair cut and then go back to the regular jobbers. <laughs> the term is enhancement talent. Well, we talking about back then, though. Back, back then, <laughs> they were doing the job. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And you know what? It was always. I always wondered. I said, "What happens after you get your hair cut like that?" He didn't put a purple streak down the middle of your of, of your hair. You know, the B on the chest, and it was always a sleeper mm-hmm. hole. Put them to sleep, cut their hair, 
punch in the chest, wake him up, show him the mirror. And that was when a sleeper hold actually put you to sleep between him and Piper. Yeah. It wasn't a, oh, no, my God, well, with the exception of Hogan, that they're they're kicking out or they're rolling over and doing all these things. You just thought the sleeper was it. There was no, I'm going to drop down to my back and wrap my legs around you. It was literally you just standing up and I'm going to drive you down and we're going to lay prone and you're up. One, two, three, mm-hmm. all raises, ding, ding, ding. It's done. But I just had to give the shout out to the back then, as commonly known as jobbers, for agreeing to get their hair cut. Well, I, you know me, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't knocking. I'm just being an a hole that I am. <laughs> and speaking of uh, awesome people, we had Sue Atchison get inducted for her contributions to Make a Wish, an organization of the the, the wishes. Over 600 for John Cena alone, making him the number one wish granter of all time at this moment, in addition to, you know, Cena being part of it. But that was an awesome moment. It was interesting to see. I wasn't expecting Cena to be brought out. But then the reaction that he got, but and Cena, consummate professional, he pressed through it. But I will tell you, the hair is starting to grow on you, man. No, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> no, he, he could parlay that into a different style of Cena because he looks different. He, he, I mean, maybe it's just me, but he, he and I know that sounds weird, but like, oh, he's got hair now, but I mean, he looks different and he's kind of carrying himself a little different than what we would normally have generally in that situation. Maybe that's just me. He, he looks like Bradshaw. He looks like I'm sorry. He looks like JBL. You call him Bradshaw. We did see Ron Simmons at the well, uh, red carpet. Yeah. But no, no, because Bradshaw and JBL may be the same person. They may share the same body, but those are two different people. Smart. Smart as hell. I mean, gee, me, Christmas. If I know now what I – if I, if I would have known then what I know now. You'd be living in Bermuda. I would have bought every – man, I would have bought every book that he wrote. I, I would have listened every time that man spoke because when it comes to finance, one thing JBL knows is finance. Mm-hmm. And he's playing golf in Bermuda. Bermuda. <laughs> That's just insane. Like, where you at, man? I'm going back to my home in Bermuda just to relax. Like, what? That's big ups to him, man. Big ups to JBL. Huge fan. I miss those days when you would hear the cowbell and he'd come out with uh, the, the the caddy and he's just rolling in with the, the horns and he does a Texas two-step and he's got the towel around his neck. He's like, oh, it's about to go down. And that's what it's all about. See, it's all nostalgia right now. I'm playing it in my head as we're talking about it. So I'm envisioning it and trying to talk through it at the same time. And this theme music is still running in my head. But speaking of theme music, there was arguably no greater theme music second to Sting and WCW for a long time than when you heard ice, ice, ice. Cold, cold, cold. And then here comes Harlem Heat. And they did not disappoint. Booker was Booker. He didn't want to give him the spit of Rooney. <laughs> he shut that down quick. But man, I'm so excited to see Stevie Ray go in there into the Hall of Fame. And he told great or a great wrestling story about how they broke into the business, 
about respect. And Chris Cloud talked about that the other day when he was uh, at Raw and he was shaking people's hands and, and being very respectful. That, that That's what it was all about. Respect for the business, respect for yourself. And it went places. You know what? It, it, I, it's been a long time since I've seen Stevie Ray. And I'm just like, geez. I, to think that for so long, I slept on them as a really? tag team. Because I was like, well, they, yeah. Because I, I was all in the WWE. And yeah, I, I slept on them. Because I was like, they could do so much better in WWE. Like, they would be the top tag team there. They're, they're wasting it. Because I really wasn't a fan of WCW until maybe the last four or five well, years. And that's because... Bischoff, the 83 weeks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And, but it was because of, the you know, I, I, Goldberg and LWO and the Filthy Animals. And, and the Flock. That's what made Shout me... Shout out to Raven. Yeah, that's what made made me a fan of WCW, but I, I just couldn't get over the WWE thing because that's what I grew up with. And, you know, that and NWA, but NWA was nothing but WCW. Well, the, the, yeah, but, WCW was nothing but NWA for a while. Well, Whatever yeah. How you look at it. <laughs> just to see them two together and, I mean, they've been through a lot. Oh, yeah. And it, that's another one, a great callback. <laughs> to Booker T's uh, interview with JBL when you're doing Legends with JBL. That's one that every kid should see to really get the full fleshed out story of what Booker was trying to convey about how he looked up to Stevie and how he wanted to be his big brother because Stevie was doing things the right way. Stevie was making opportunities happen. Stevie was doing pretty much everything that Tori Wilson was talking about, not asking for permission to be the best he could be, forgetting failure, summoning the swagger. And, and you can see the swagger on Stevie Ray as, as they came out. I mean, Stevie looked like he would still beat down the sucker. So, yeah. <laughs> like, man, I still yes. not want to see Stevie Ray in a dark alley. I don't care who it is. That was going to be some business. Like, if I had to choose who would I want to get beat down by Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman or Stevie Ray. Oh, Suplex City. Oh, I'm getting his hands. Stevie looked like he may injure me for real. And then you're like, sorry, sucker. I snapped. He's like, God dang, really? Come on, man. Get my leg back. <laughs> As I was Stevie was. But, man, watching that with uh, Legends with JBL is, is uh, definitely a good callback. And then one even greater than that that everybody should watch if they have not already, the two-parter with Ron Simmons. Man, those two messages right there, they should be in every school, every Boys to Men program, every um, uh, juvenile delinquency, every, well, we, we call them things, uh, the little camps that you send, uh, the... Um, Pleasant kids to uh, brain farting what they're called, uh, but um, job core, the juvenile delinquent camps. Yeah, man, they watch that. 
that'll give them a new spark and a new idea and a new lease on life. Nine out of 10 times, man. I, I was like, I can't wait for my son to get old enough to understand what the heck they're talking about. But I thought Hall and Heat did a phenomenal job and got the energy up and was a great role in to the headliners, the showstoppers, the main event, DX. And I'm going to let you just go all in on DX. And I, I use the phrasing that way with all in because <laughs> they ribbed them as well as kind of mentioned them, which was the no-no, as, as we commonly know, at the same time. So uh, I thought they did everything in typical DX fashion. That right there was a true throwback to the attitude there. The we can't say Vince McMahon. What do you mean we can't say Vince McMahon? Or can we say Vince? Or as I like to call him Kennedy? I mean, you know, it's just that whole thing right there. And I'm dying laughing. I'm cracking up. Uh the 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 whole I mean true indeed they were the headliners, but the way it went, it was a slow buildup, and everyone just got better and better and better. It was not a dull speech at all mm-hmm. tonight. Um, Harlem Heat, when I mean that Harlem Heat basically did the equivalent of using a basketball reference, they did the equivalent of running a fast break and they lobbed it off the glass for DX to put down a, a reverse 360. Mm-hmm. In a slam dunk contest. That, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, because they set them up beautifully. They knocked it down. And they didn't disappoint. Neither one disappointed. But it's just DX, they came out. And to see everybody, I mean, I, of course, I love the 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 whole uh, Billy Gunn saying, well, you know, you can't fire me. And I kind of had an old moment <laughs> when uh, Triple H was like, you know, Vince about that piss oh, ass yeah. company and justify you. I said, oh, that, no, we're supposed to work together, people. I need y'all to work together to get this going. <laughs> but I, I think that was probably something that was uh, predetermined beforehand. So, but just to see all of them back together and to hear. Triple H talk about China to hear uh, uh, Shawn Michaels give her props, especially hear uh, uh, X-Pop bring up a great idea. I'm surprised we never thought about mm-hmm. it here because we always come up with such great ideas they steal. Um, the China Memorial Battle Royale. They can do that. I now. mean, it would be to change that yeah. and make that happen and let that or it could have been a precursor that that really is going to happen and they're going to change the name of that and they'll make that announcement tomorrow. Could be. And, you know, you win a trophy of China. You win the ninth wonder of the world uh, Mm -hmm. title. Which would be kind of suspicious. How did that done so fast? (laughs) Hey, it's all about advertising and plugging. And we know DX is prime for doing that. Especially their own merchandise, right? Which is the one thing they didn't. And I'll the, let you go ahead. I'm sorry, but they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I, I did like Shawn Michaels' oh, yeah, hat though. That was fresh. That was fresh. But he's always got a, a good one. He's, he's one of those him, JBL, and the Almighty Jim Ross. 
they they will wear a hat. Yeah, and I guess the king for a crown, but you know, just just uh, I I mean it made me think about everything. Uh, you know, when Sean was talking about we corrupted a generation, how many got in trouble for something we did? Hey, I got in trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in oh, I was in high school when DX really, really took off. I mean, they say that they they count the formation of DX was right after uh, WrestleMania 14. That was the formation of the original DX after Shawn Michaels lost the title, which started (laughs) the Austin 316 era. So I was in high school and I really didn't know. Of course, I knew who Shawn Michaels was. I knew who Triple H was. But then you started adding everybody into it and then, you know, they brought up a good point about the click being responsible for not only DX, but also NWO. Ooh, too and sweet. you know, too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've thought about it, and I'm like, well, GD. I mean, you're right because you had Hall and Nash who were in attendance, and both look like they're in excellent shape. They went off and started the NWO. Mm-hmm. You had Trips and, and, and Michaels. They went off and started the 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 the, the uh, DX. Yeah. And the wild part about it, X Pac and Shawn Michaels are the only two that were a part of both. Yeah. So, I just excellent all the way. Um. Seeing the road dog. I mean, when they got to the end of their speeches, I know you were ready. I already knew what was coming. Yeah, of course I did. I I was sitting on the side of the bed and I I just put my phone down. I didn't even have to look at it. I knew it was coming. I knew exactly what was coming. I recited it word for word. I mean, granted, at one point in time, we were doing it every week here, but that's. 20 some odd years later and I'm, it's over 20 years that is still a part of me that I, I, I mean I'll never leave that because it was so influential yep. with uh, DX it, it was just and you know being a WWE fan that attitude there is always my favorite the golden era is great that started but something about the attitude era it kept me on the edge of my seat every week from Monday to Thursday. Cause you know, Thursday they will recap what happened mm-hmm. Monday. Then you go from Thursday to Saturday, Saturday will recap everything they had in the week. Then you had Sunday night heat. Then you had raw. I mean, you had something to keep you going. I mean, I, I ran out of VHS tapes one time because I wouldn't record over this stuff. <laughs> one time. Shoot, man, you should have been hanging with me. I think I had stock in VHS tapes as many as I had, and it was insane. That was a sickness back then. Thank God for WWE Network and nine a month. That was a lot of tapes. Well, let, let, let me say this, and I, I, I got to, you know, you giving shout-outs to people. I mean, this is like our own personal Hall of Fame speech. Let me give a shout-out to you because at a present point in time working with you, I got to see SmackDown early. So when SmackDown <laughs> used to come on Thursdays, I got to see it 
Thursday morning instead of waiting till Thursday night. All I had to do was come to work early. Well, see, I got because somebody already had to take. I got to give a shout out to my man Travis, who was uh, smart enough to figure out that we could pull that off the bird when they were taping it on Monday <laughs> or Tuesday or whatever segments they were doing. And they were shooting it up, and we were watching it live. I still tell everybody that Booker T, Stone Cold Steve Austin segment, and the um, uh, oh gosh, the grocery store. The uncut uh-huh. version is way better than what aired on TV. Way better than what aired on TV. Man, that was like 45 minutes of just them doing stuff. And they were having so much fun. You, They had to cut out a lot because Booker T was laughing so hard because it was just that funny. But, man, that, that was an amazing thing to see that or to hear the commentary behind uh, during the commercial breaks or the transitions. I mean, it was it was an amazing thing to, to witness, to hear the behind the scenes, which is what I'm all about enjoying now more than just to show is the production value of what's happening behind the scenes and to get a glimpse into all the communication and the direction. It was as close as you can get to actually having the script in your hand, which, man, the, the day they auctioned one of those, I'm buying one. If they haven't done it already, I'll be mad because I missed it. But I would love to just have a script and just read over and over and over and compare it to the show and, and, and everything else to see how it's produced. But, hey, what can I say except you're welcome? Because Travis was pulling it. Man. But, yeah, you know, that was some covert action adding that into the rundown that we had at ESPN Zone to show exactly what happened the night before. Because he's like, man, should I go? Right. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the servers and all this stuff looking like, what is this foolishness? Everybody else is marking out <laughs> based off of what The Rock said. But, man, those were some good times back then in D.C. Yes. And the wild part about it, um, I actually had my schedule tuned around wrestling. I would work Monday morning, but I wasn't working Monday nights and Thursday nights. Couldn't do it. I work Thursday morning, but I can't work Thursday night because of wrestling. And every job that I've ever had, even when I worked at night, I always said, look, I need Monday nights off. If I can't have Mondays off, you got to at least let me have time to watch wrestling. I got to be able to keep up with wrestling because seeing it on, on, on delay uh, DVR, videotape, it's not great for me. I, I need to see it. And I've had all but one job actually accommodate me. And the one job didn't accommodate me, that was okay. Because I used to watch uh, when they would show Raw on Saturday morning at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And I would watch See, it again. At one point, I would watch then, it in Spanish. <laughs> Yes, I did that too. To get my my fix, but see, I was the opposite. Way. And you did it at work. I mean, I was taking it, so I had it down to a science. But mine was relationships. And immediately as we were getting involved, I would let them know ahead of time. Uh, we could talk all day. We can do whatever. But once we hit eight p.m. on Monday, don't call me. And why not? Because I'm watching <laughs> wrestling. But what time can I call you then? Eight thirty? Nine? No. You can't call me until about 2 o'clock in the morning. What do you mean 2 o'clock in the morning? Because I'm recording wrestling and I'm watching it. If you want to talk about wrestling, then we can be on the phone. 
yeah, I'll, I'll talk about wrestling. And, uh, they always try it, and they get on the phone, and they're like, "You're not talking to me because I'm watching wrestling. Are you watching it? No, mm-hmm. we have a problem here because I'm watching wrestling. You don't understand. That was man, that was dedication back then. Dedication. I don't even know. I wish I had that much energy to watch the first hour of Nitro, stop the recording, change it to Raw, watch the two hours of Raw, wait two hours on TNT because remember after Nitro went off the air, you had movies for guys who like movies. Then back uh, after that two-hour period, watch the hour of Nitro that you already taped so that way you can hit record on hour two of Nitro to get two and three. Mm-hmm. Every Monday, without question. See, you had it like that. I've had, outside of my wife, I had an ex. Her son was into it. And I mean, he was deep into it. He had luchador mask and everything. They would buy, They would just pick up masks and just, hey, try this. He would love it every time a pay-per-view come on. He said, hey, you going to come watch it with me? Sure, I got to work tomorrow. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, let's watch it. And he, it, it was just something that he loved. And she was like, it's a simple fact that you're spending time with my son, but you're also spending time with me. And I still kind of like wrestling. I'm trying to get into it like y'all, but I can't. And the next thing you know, she's a bigger wrestling fan than both of us put together. So, I mean, it works. But I feel you on that relationship part. Like, if you're not talking about wrestling, I don't want to talk to you on Monday and Thursday. Yeah. I mean, now it's a little bit different because you get older now. We realize you got to kind of spend that time. So the invention yeah. of modern technology and DVR affords us the ability to watch it, fast forward it through the commercials and everything mm-hmm. the next morning in case you got to do something Monday night. But it was great, and you know, sometimes or most of the time, in preparation for the show, I'll watch a little bit, but I'll do the fast forwarding so that way I can rewind, fast forward, and, and catch it, and and make sure I'm not missing anything, any nuances. But this is the first time in a while that every show I've sat there and watched it all the way through, and it's just as exciting WrestleMania week as it was back then with all the stuff that's going on. Even NXT was great, and. Then we had takeover, and now we just get to sit back and enjoy and, and digest the Hall of Fame in preparation for the Almighty of Almighty's, my personal Christmas Day, WrestleMania. And a quick short story before um, we jump off and, and get ourselves emotionally ready for whatever's going to happen with Kofi and whatever's going to happen with Becky, Charlotte, and Rhonda. This is how serious WrestleMania week is to me. My first daughter, they gave us the due date, and he said, what? April what? And I looked at my wife and said, yeah, I don't think we could do that because it's WrestleMania. She looked at me like I was crazy. I'm telling a pregnant woman, you are not going to be giving birth on WrestleMania Sunday because I will be watching WrestleMania in a doghouse on that alone. (laughs) Then I said, Lord, please, I don't ask for that much. Do not let her be born on WrestleMania Sunday. Maybe that Friday, because you know there was no NXT back then. So you know I could still catch the Hall of Fame. Worst case scenario, when they replay the the, the cut version on USA, or just get it recorded, get my mom's somebody to record it, whatever. 
I can deal with that, but just not WrestleMania Sunday. Yeah. Um, so I got my wish. She wasn't born on WrestleMania. No, she was fortunately, but unfortunately, born a few months earlier. And she was born on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so mm. not only, yeah, Lord was like, oh, that's how you feel? I got you, dog. Here, here's some Christmas Eve action for you. Oh, that's right. You're born in December. Yeah, you might as well give up the ghost on your birthday needs. That's done. She's like, oh, but I got to watch WrestleMania. So <laughs> every year I'm like, oh, man, yeah, double the gifts. But then I think, but I got to watch WrestleMania. You can't beat it. That's can't true. Beat it. That's how important it is to the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. So, but you know what? I, I don't, I'm trying to think of a WrestleMania story. I mean, oh man, I don't think I have one. Well, that's not a, a, a WrestleMania. No. Well, I guarantee you could go I think I, No, I think I did. I, I, two years ago. No, three. Yeah, it was two years ago. It was right before, uh, it was 2017. I don't even remember what happened. I know I, I, I bought, pizza and wings and all that for the Super Bowl. Everybody came and, you know, kids and everything, sat down, watched the Super Bowl and everything. No. They wouldn't watch the Super Bowl. They ate all my food and they left. Ungrateful. So, yeah. WrestleMania comes around. My wife said, you're going to order pizza. I said, yeah, I'm going to order pizza, food, all that. So I ordered all of that. The kids come around. Everybody wants to huddle in my room and watch this. I'm like, yeah, no. Get out. You ate all my food and left during, during, during the Super Bowl. You're not going to watch WrestleMania with me. Leave me mm-hmm. be. And this is before uh, this is before they just started showing it on the network. Do they even do uh, WWE pay-per-views on TV anymore? Everything's on the well, network they do now, right? The uh, pre-show, an hour of the pre-show will happen on US. But no pay-per-view. A pay-per-view still exists, but it's, it's not as heavy. But it's uh, still it's still sixty oh, bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why the, the network is still, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, sixty-five or seventy for WrestleMania, because you are getting almost five wow. hours of content for that pay-per-view period. But th- for that amount, you might as well get the network. Considering if you buy WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, you paid for a year of the WWE network straight up. That's mm-hmm. why it was a no-brainer for me. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm getting a whole year worth of WWE content for two pay-per-views. The two favorite pay-per-views I watch anyway. I sent them an email. Can I just give you the 120 now? <laughs> they said, no, you have to do it monthly. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just checking because you can have this money now. Without question, you can have this money. I'm ready to give it to you the entire year. I still think they should do that, though, because I would just pay them in advance just for multiple years. And you know something? <clears throat> That's the greatest thing because with streaming services, number one, shout out to Xfinity because I can record Raw on Monday night. I can record SmackDown on Tuesday and I could be on the road but I can watch it while I'm in my car. That's gangster. Hey Spectrum, how about you adopt that? But not only that, when NXT comes on, thank you for the WWE Network $9.99 a month. Mm Mm-hmm. I can watch WWE programming when um, 
running errands. Like if I'm going grocery shopping, that's why I don't go by myself. I just push the cart to watch TV. That's what I do. And I'm so grateful for these streaming <laughs> services. So, well, and, and that's what's made our lives easier as wrestling fans because you can record it, but you don't have to wait till you get home to watch it anymore. Oh, yeah, I'm shooting about a month. I will be signing up for a free trial of HBO Go. I can tell you that much. Because <laughs> I will be binging a crap out of Game of Thrones because it would have already aired all eight episodes by then. <laughs> I know that's sad, but for real. Oh, wait, well, why you want me to? Well, eh, I think they, they, they doing a, um, are they doing a marathon no. for that now? I know it's on demand. Well, I mean, yeah, you can, you can watch on- it all. I mean, I've seen everything, but I can't with that show. I mean, just like The Walking Dead, I have to have it bang at least two episodes back to back at a minimum. So that way, I'm yeah. good. But if I could get all eight and pull a Netflix and just watch the entire season, man, mm-hmm. that'd be a lovely thing. Because I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. But I can't just do one episode and wait a week. That is That will drive me nuts. I will be unhappy for an entire seven-day period until I get the next hour. So I have to watch it all at the same time one day and just go through it. It's going to suck because everybody is going to be telling the ending. But, you know, we'll have to figure that part out. That's or maybe right. I'll binge everything in one day and then when the the finale happens, watch that live. Something. But, yeah. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, you got to stay off social media. Like, you oh, got to stay off Facebook. That. That's easy. Because, you know, me, as much as I'm uh, the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, I'm also, uh, like Ron Swanson, I'm not on social media like that anyway. I really just get on there and look at the pictures. <laughs> and that's about it. Same thing with the Twitter. Instagram has changed so much, I can't even figure that mess out. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so it, it's no point in me sending you uh, things on Instagram you send anymore. Them to Instagram? Yeah, it's stuff that I find on Instagram, I'll oh, send shoot. it to you. Man, I don't even I'm like, I'll. I, the, the funny part about it, I never check back to see if you've seen it. I just know I sent it to you. Oh, that's probably. But then I'll find yeah. it on Twitter, and then I'll I'll send it to send you on Twitter. Me on Twitter, like that Nia Jax dress, which was funny because I tweeted at you, and then you sent that uh, message to me. It's like, well, we was both that's... on the same page there, brother. Because matter of fact, you sent it to me on Twitter, but I was on Instagram, and her she popped up in my feed, and oh my goodness, like. She, she, ooh. Empowerment. Empowerment. It's just great to see. She can start a fire. She, she, she's so hot. She can start a fire without, I, I, oh my God. Just, oh, I can't even get my Mason's words so out. Hot, she can start a fire and burn the flames. Uh. The flames, second degree burns. Flame time, like, man, it's too hot. Yeah, I gotta go. Naya, 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 baby. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, leaving you gushing is a great way to end this Hall of Fame recap show and segue into WrestleMania tomorrow begins at 7 but it might as well be running all day on the network pre-show starts at 5 because we're going to have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and we're going to have the China Memorial Battle Royal and then we go straight into the show. And we find out Becky Lynch, Kofi, Charlotte, 
Rhonda, Miz, Shane, Usos. I mean, you know, there's a lot, pretty much every belt's on the line. Everybody has an opportunity mm-hmm. to make their mark, to be able to do something special to wow us. And it's just going to just, just blow through the roof. But just to get you hyped and excited about it, a couple mania matches just to think about and dream about. How about Randy the Macho Man Savage versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at WrestleMania 3? Or maybe Undertaker, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25? Or Bret the Hitman Hart versus Owen Hart at WrestleMania 10? Or go a little bit earlier. TLC 2 at WrestleMania X7. Edge and Christian, Dudleys versus, and the Dudleys versus the Hardys. Or we can do another callback to 10, which was, I call it their homage to They Live or and the OJ remake. Shawn Michaels, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, that's 12, but uh, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon at 10. But then at 12 is Roddy Piper and Goldust on a They Live and OJ remake for the parking lot brawl which I, I could watch that over and over. And now to, to hear about how they shot it in a couple different days, it's like, ah, you're killing me. Y'all could have did that earlier and kept the dream almost alive, even though I knew that that was a pre-taped segment. But still, man, that's just some stuff to, to get you thinking. Or maybe thinking about April 1st, 1990, WrestleMania six, Hogan versus Warrior, Champion versus Champion really what I would like to call the first time that the crowd was split in such a dynamic way that you had two halves operating as a whole to blow the roof off the place. Or March 29th, 1998, Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mania 14 with Iron Mike Tyson as a special guest referee. Or last but not least, one of the almighty matches of all time, on the 31st of March in 96, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, 60-minute Iron Man match that has always put Iron Man matches at a standard of, if you're not hitting this or even remotely close, you just wasted our time. So that's just a couple of WrestleMania matches to get you guys and gals to think about and maybe have a good dream about. Go down memory lane. I want to jump on a WWE network and watch the whole show of those different mania opportunities and just to enjoy some of the, the, the fanfare and, and the glory and the excitement of past superstars, as well as still current superstars that are out there performing for our entertainment. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, now you got me geeked up. You know, I ain't going to bed oh, no. now, right? <laughs> I got to go to bed because if I don't go to bed now, I'll be up all night long thinking about tomorrow and why am i thinking about tomorrow because because it's our new year's eve not only that but i have to pay close attention because i have to whip everybody now i feel like daniel bryan why am i being put in this situation when now i have to defend my general championship for pay-per-view picks against a bunch of other people what kind of crap is that i understand how you feel (laughs) but yep it's going to be exciting, man. So I look forward to it tomorrow. 
Yeah, so everybody, if you don't have the WWE Network, you haven't secured the pay-per-view. Secure the bag now. For new subscribers. And if you order WrestleMania, I believe you will also get, was it Backlash is the the first pay-per-view? I believe so. And then, while you watch the WWE Network live KG, you will hopefully see that championship belts will be 40% off, if not Tomorrow, then maybe Monday. Dun, dun, dun. Or maybe 50% off they're feeling froggy. And that's what you definitely want to jump mm. in. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to jump there. She 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 gonna have to she gonna have to have to let me uh, let let me have one. So I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do some research tonight, get some prices down, and be like, look, you can't say no now. It's affordable. Yeah, if it comes down to having to have an intergender match with the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, I will make a special trip up there to go one on one with the wife of the great one. I like that. I'm gonna put, ooh, but you know what? She, she got a hell of an armbar, man. You gotta watch out for that. I'll roll and reverse it, convert that into a Kimura. Tried, try, I tried that. Like, no. Well, if she's ticklish. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fight dirty. Like, give me that elbow. God dang it! <laughs> we'll get you that belt, man. We'll buy hook up by crook. We'll get you that belt. All right, I'm 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 trusting you now. Good. I'm trying to trust myself right now because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. Till tomorrow. All right. Enjoy the show. I know you'll be uh, messaging me, and I'll be messaging you as we mark out together, and hopefully we'll have enough energy because I already know I'm going to be blown up by the time the end of the show, man. I, I know my mind is going to be blown, so. I've got the the five hour energy drink ready. I plan on partaking in some Papa John's because we did Chinese for Monday Night Raw, and it's about to be on. And, and make some cookies. We got some cookies. I always got to do it up for WrestleMania. No pancakes. No, that'll be Monday night for dinner. Okay. All if right. Cookie wins. Yep. Pancakes if for not, everybody. And you know what? <laughs> Let, let's put that in right now. If Kofi wins tomorrow night, we have pancakes no, Kofi for dinner cannot on win Monday. tomorrow night. I picked Daniel Bryan. If Kofi wins tomorrow, we have a pancake. We're rioting. We're rioting. <laughs> Dang it. I love you. Dang it. I picked Daniel Bryan. I need that to happen because Becky has to win. Hey, you know what? Before we go, Booker T shouting out Kofi Mania. That right there, it is it, taking on a life of mm-hmm. its own. It's it's gotta happen. This is the fulfillment of the prophecy. But it's gotta happen on Monday. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. All right. Well, nothing to it but to do it. Time is ticking. And uh, 24 hours from now, we'll be trying to figure out how we're going to sleep after arguably one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. Yes, indeed. So, till tomorrow, my friend, we're going to put that work in. 
be on the lookout for uh, this post because we'll be coming with uh, another cool image of myself and KG on it. So we put ourselves out there now because it's WrestleMania time. Yes, D. The best time of the year. It's the most wonderful time mm. of the year. <laughs> ah, with that being said, Sideline Junkies WrestleManiacs, and we are out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.